If you're scheduled or thinking about a bariatric weight loss procedure, you probably have questions about the hospital experience. Here to talk with us about that is Jennifer Stein, Program Navigator for the Bariatric and Colorectal Surgery Programs at St. Barnabas Medical Center, supporting Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center. This is it. Winning Through Losing, a weight loss surgery podcast from Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. So take us through this. What happens 30 days out from the procedure? Thank you for having me today. Yes, that's a very good question. We find that our patients have a lot of questions about what to expect in the hospital. 30 days before surgery, we like our patients to come to the hospital to our pre-emission testing area. In the pre-emission testing area, our patients will talk to the multidisciplinary team about what to expect the day of surgery. In the pre-emission testing appointment, they'll meet with the anesthesiologist, the nurse practitioner, the patient educator, and the uh, pre-emission testing technician will take blood work and bring them to take any other testing that their surgeon would like them to have before surgery. Okay, that's good to know. So there's a lot of involvement, a lot of testing beforehand. So as the big day comes, it's time for bariatric weight loss surgery. Can you take us through that from the time the patient gets to the hospital up until surgery time? Can you paint that picture for us and what happens? Sure. The patient will receive a phone call the day before surgery from the nurse in the surgical area, which will tell them what time to report to the hospital. Typically, the patient can expect to report to the hospital two hours before their surgery time. When they come to the hospital on the day of surgery, they'll go to the registration area where they'll register to be in the hospital. Most of the information that they'll be asking uh, will already be in the medical record as they've already gathered that information at their pre-emission testing appointment. From the registration area, the patients will um, report to the surgical welcome desk. At the surgical welcome desk, the, um, the greeter will let uh, the surgeon know that the patient has arrived and the patient and they can have as many loved ones as they want with them in the surgical waiting area. However, just one visitor will stay with them in, in to the preparation area. So from the registration area to the um, to the welcome desk and then into the preparation area. The nurse will call back the patient into the surgical prep area and get them ready for surgery. Uh, again, the patient can have a loved one with them in that area. Uh, the nurse will instruct the patient on how to cleanse their body to get ready for surgery, change them into a hospital gown, and start running some IV fluids. From the preparation area, the patient will be rolled on a stretcher into the operating room holding area. We call that the OR holding area. And then from the OR holding area into the operating room. Uh, the loved one can wait with their uh, other family members in the surgical waiting area, and then will be called when the surgery has been completed and meet, uh, one visitor can meet the patient in the recovery room. Really detailed, Jennifer. Thank you so much. So you really painted that picture. First registration, then the welcome area, then preparation for surgery into the holding area, and then into the operating room. 
So do you get questions about anesthesia? When will the person be put out then in this timeline? Yes, I get questions on how long is the waiting time before they can meet their loved one in the recovery room. It depends upon the procedure. Um, I would suggest that the patients talk to their surgeon about how long they think the procedure might be. Um, we do s s standard procedure for maybe the sleeve gastrectomy, maybe an hour or two of surgical time. However, each patient may be having, um, may be having different procedures, so they would, should really check with their, their surgeon at their, their pre-op visit to see how long they think the surgery would be. All right, Jennifer. So after the surgery is done, what happens then? The patient will wake up in the recovery room. We call it PACU, post-anesthesia care unit. The nurses will assess the patient for nausea and vomiting. And then the anesthesiologist will perform a procedure called a tap lock in the recovery room. A tap lock is a nerve block that allows our patients to um, be pain-free for about 12 to 18 hours. Our hospital is very unique in that we use these tap blocks for a many abdominal surgeries as a way to manage pain without reliance on uh, stronger pain medications like opioids that could have side effects. So Jennifer, I, I know this is a general question, but can you hone in on the general lengths of stay per procedure? Sure. At Garden State Bariatric and Wellness Center, they perform different weight loss procedures. One of the procedures they perform is a gastric band removal. Some of our patients had a gastric band many years and need to have it removed. The gast gastric band removal is a same-day procedure, so the patient will not spend the night in general. Another procedure that the team performs is a sleeve gastrectomy. Typically, with a sleeve gastrectomy, the length of stay in the hospital is overnight, just one day. And then another procedure that the surgeons are performing is called a loop duodenal switch. Typically, those patients spend one to two days in the hospital. So then what is the discharge criteria? The discharge criteria for our patients is we want them up and walking. We want them ambulating. We want them tolerating their fluids. We want them to have their pain managed to an acceptable level. That's typically the discharge criteria. And after discharge, can you tell us about the follow-up afterwards? The patients can expect to um, visit their surgeons for a follow-up visit one week after surgery meet with their surgeons and the physician's assistant and the dietitian. After that, Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center, they typically like their patients to have a follow-up visit a month after surgery, three months after surgery, six months, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months after surgery, and then yearly after that. In addition to meeting with their cert following that um, appointment schedule, the patients should meet with their primary care physician, and we highly recommend that our patients attend monthly support groups. So you're with this person every step of the way after the procedure. Can you briefly tell us a little bit more about support groups? Support groups are run by myself as a clinical nutritionist and a clinical psychologist. We meet once a month. It's open to the community. Um, the patients don't necessarily need to have had their surgery done uh, with Garden State Bariatrics or, or at St. Barnabas Medical Center. We open up to community, so it's open up to anyone who has had the, a previous weight loss surgery. Um, we run it once a month. We meet for about an hour, an hour and a half. Typically have a topic picked out uh, that we, we, uh, revolves around nutrition, physical activity, 
behavior support after surgery. Very good information. And if you want more detailed information on support groups, listen to our podcast on support groups that Jennifer and I have done. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for this great information today. We appreciate it. And for more information, please visit the Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center website at gsbwc.com. That's gsbwc.com. This is Winning Through Losing, a weight loss surgery podcast with Garden State Bariatrics. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.